Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the seventh episode of the May Contain Nuts podcast. Uh, I'm your boy, Sam George. Got with me, my buddy, my pal, my number two, Zach Laura. How's it going? It is going well. Well, you're my number two, but I'm your number two, not to diminish you. Mr. Laura. Equals. But we've got equals. We are equals. We're separate. We've got equal. a we we are equals. We've got a we've got a tight show for you today. We know last week was a very, very, very long episode. So we're gonna keep it short. We're gonna keep it to an hour or less. We're gonna get through it's gonna be a rapid fire episode. We're gonna start with, with college football. College football. To kick it off, we're just gonna briefly run through the top ten. Uh, Wisconsin. Another game canceled. Yeah, you were, I, saying, I, I, you were saying you weren't sure if there'd be a Big Ten championship eligible. I don't. I think they can miss this week's game, but um, if they miss next week's game, uh, no, they will not be eligible. Quick side note, because I know my mom's going to be listening to this. Mom, good night. I love you. She just texted me, so good night, mom. Um. But yes, I don't think they're eligible to um to make the college football playoffs if they uh miss their next game. Or not not this weekend's game, but the weekend after. If they miss that game, then they're not eligible. Okay. Okay. Um so the weekend of the um Saturday the fourteenth. If they miss that game, then they're not eligible. Okay. Okay. Um Number nine BYU. Yeah, they, another dominating win. Uh, they've got a they've got a tough one coming up this Friday against Boise State. Ooh, number Friday, 21, yeah. twenty-one Boise State. Um, other than I that, I always like those those kind of meaningful Friday night games where it's like the two. It's like obviously BYU is not a huge school, but they're playing very well this year. Or then Boise State, another not huge school, but they're playing very well. Those kind of like middle ground meaningful games that are played on a Friday. They're very fun to watch. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to have the little it's nice. It's nice to lead into the weekend. It is. Um number eight. Uh we'll we'll save this for when I get to Georgia. Georgia. Uh um, A and M. Uh it, it is Florida, however. It is number Florida. eight is Florida, just so we can keep track. A and M number seven is Texas A and M. Put up forty two on Arkansas last week. Uh they <clears> they look good. They're looking good. They beat um, Florida earlier this year by three. They did. Um, their only really tough game left is uh, Auburn. It just really sucks that they are on the West. Because is Auburn ranked? Alabama. Uh, uh, they are back in the rankings at 24. Yeah, they weren't for a minute, but now. Now they're back, along with Liberty at number 25. <laughs> Shout out Liberty. Shout out Liberty. Coastal Carolina also jumped up five spots, just uh, number 15. Just and Marshall. Kind of Mar- Marshall coming in at 16. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, lot of notable jumps and a lot of teams that are really just kind of, kind of climbing. Uh, like our number six team, our team that is very, very close to breaking in. I don't think they'll be able to break into this, these, like this top five area just because of how good these top five teams are. But UC's been playing very well, and they absolutely destroyed a Memphis team that had their number last year. Memphis lost their head coach, 
this year. They lost a lot of their seniors. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a lot of the players were seniors last year. So, but they beat them by 39. UC's been playing very well when they need to, and they are very they are very much set up to run the table this year. Um, I'd say that the things that need to happen in order for UC to miraculously make it in to the college football playoffs would be Georgia would have to lose its game either to Florida or ah, that's really the only game they have left that they could lose. If we're being well, honest, I mean they can lose it's any a, game. Yeah, I mean yeah, but the only game that they have the best shot at losing. Would be I'll, I'll get in. I'll get into Georgia in a minute because um, I've got a I've got a bone to pick. Okay. Um, Georgia, but they UC needs Notre Dame to lose to Clemson very badly. If Notre Dame loses to Clemson and then they go to the ACC championship and they lose to Clemson again, I don't think Notre Dame gets put in that top. Four. And then it really does depend on if Georgia loses to Florida and then loses in the SEC championship. If those things happen, and Cincinnati has to obviously win out and win their division, but if all those things happen, or win their conference, if all those things happen, I think UC makes it at number four. And then they just get absolutely destroyed by Clemson. Let me, let me tell you where you're wrong, all right? Let's hear it. Um, they would not it, destroy they, they would They would not get destroyed by Clemson. They would kill Clemson. That's where I'm wrong. <laughs> No, um, it's going to be virtually just very unlikely that Cincinnati will be in the college football playoffs, and let me tell you why. Directly based off the committee, they love the SEC, and they love Ohio State. <laughs> so and They do love themselves some Ohio State. They do love themselves some Ohio State. Has Ohio State ever so, not made it? Uh, yeah, the one so year that Penn State year. did. Oh, yeah. Um, but looking at the top three teams right now, I'm going to kind of clump all the top five teams together. Okay. Talking about them. Save some time. Okay. Um, So here, go through it. Number five, Georgia. Number four, Notre Dame. Number three, Ohio State. Number two, Alabama. Number one, Clemson. Yeah. And so looking at Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, they're looking like they're pretty much going to stay that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Barring what happens with Clemson, Notre Dame, Clemson wins. I think they stay at, at one, Alabama two, L, uh, OSU three. Yeah. So the worst possible outcome for you would be like, hopefully, like I said, hopefully Georgia wins this week. Notre Dame loses. That'll move Georgia up to four. Yep. The worst case scenario for you, because this is essentially like, unless Georgia loses a. Um, like a game they shouldn't after Florida. Like Tomazu or something. Yeah. Um, this is basically like an SEC East championship game. Like whoever wins this is most likely going to go on to the SEC East championship mm-hmm. and face Alabama. They're going to go on as the SEC East champion and play Alabama from the West. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're both coming in with one loss, both to SEC West teams. So, um, actually, let me confirm that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure A&M is West. Yeah, A&M is the West. Um, yeah, coming in both uh, losses to SEC West teams. Um, it's it, like whoever wins this game is pretty 
it's pretty clear that they'll probably win the SEC East. That's usually how it is. Um, but the worst possible thing that could happen for you is that somebody named Clemson, Alabama, or Ohio State does not win the ACC, SEC, or Big Ten. Because they still might sneak in. Because if that is their only loss, if that is Clemson, Alabama, or Ohio State's only loss, they will be in. Probably at a three would be my guess. Um, What if none of them win? What if if not a single one of them win? What if, let's say Notre Dame wins the ACC. Let's say Alabama, or let's say Notre Dame would be in. Let's say Georgia wins the SEC. Okay. And then we'll say Penn State somehow comes back and wins against Ohio State. Uh, if, is it all like their only loss is the championship game? Well, I guess it couldn't be Penn State. It would have, yeah, it would have to be like Wisconsin. Is their only loss going to be the um, yes. we'll say championship yes. game? Then I, it, I, I think they still get in. All three of them? Yeah, I, unless like Unless there's another like undefeated team. Yeah, like, unless... I mean, I'm I'm by no means saying that UC should be in or could get in. I'm just laying down what needs to happen for UC to somehow miraculously make it in. I I'm not expecting them. I will be over the moon if we even get a New Year's bowl game, which we should. We should without it. We we are by far, and I've said this. Actually, maybe not by far anymore because BYU is pretty good. But I think we are definitely right now the best non-Power 5 team. Because who's BYU oh. beaten? BYU's going to... Well, I guess BYU. this this Boise State game will be pretty good. And they've beaten Army, who UC also beat. Oh, no. They, their game against Army got postponed. RSB to beat Army. So they, they've only beaten one. They haven't even beaten a ranked team yet. Um. They beat Houston 43-26, to and I'm pretty sure Houston is UC's next game. So we'll see. Yeah, Houston's UC's next game. So we'll see how badly UC beats Houston if they do it all in order to see if UC really is truly the best Power 5 or non-Power 5. Okay. Um, going right. in, like finishing that, just rounding it out. Um, Knock out Ohio, Georgia. Ohio's, well, I was just going to get rid of Ohio State first because, I mean, okay, they've, okay. Got a, they've got a meaningless game. Actually, do they even play? Oh, uh, yeah, they do. They got a meaningless yep. game against Rutgers. I mean, yeah, they'll play Rutgers. It'll be a slaughtering. Well, Ohio uh, State's got two ranked teams left on the schedule, and it's IU. Who, IU went from unranked two weeks ago to number 13 right now. Yeah, they're kind of killing it. Uh, and then Michigan at the end of the season. Yeah. Which um, sucks because it's not right after Thanksgiving like it normally is. I hate I that. I know. All right. Um, Georgia-Florida game. Uh... Uh, we we lost we lost a big piece, Sam. We lost we lost a big piece to our defense for this week. And I let me tell you, let me tell you, I got a I got a bone to pick with the entire just Georgia staff. You want, you want to ask me what my bone is? Ask me Zach, what my bone to pick is. Zach. Yeah. What is the bone you have to pick with the Georgia football staff? They're letting. Our star defensive player, our star safety, the captain of our defense, probably going to go to the NFL. 
They're letting this man ride on a motorcycle. Is it his let me, motorcycle? Let me repeat he... that. Let me well, repeat that. Is it his ride, motorcycle? Oh, it is his motorcycle. Not even <laughs> ride. They're letting him own a motorcycle. Their best defensive player. A motorcycle. Not even, not even four hours after the game, and I get I see something on Twitter that this guy got into a car accident, a motorcycle accident, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how? Like, how are they letting this man own a motorcycle when you're a Division One athlete? How? Why does he even want a motorcycle? Like, I don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. But anyway, luckily he was he was released from the hospital today. Spent three days there. Um, some broken ribs, had a concussion. Heard he's already back at the facility working on rehab, which is good. But it's gonna it's gonna hurt us. It's gonna hurt us in this game. But Florida's coming off kind of a. I don't know. Did you see that brawl? Florida Missouri brawl. I did see that. Were there any suspensions saying that in that? I have not. I know one, two Florida players were uh, ejected, which means they'll miss the first half of mm. the game. I'm not. I have not heard of any suspensions yet. But I don't know. Every year people come in like, "Oh, this is the year that Florida can like beat Georgia." Like. Like, this this year, like, we got this, blah, blah, blah. And then Georgia always ends up winning in pretty convincing fashion. Um, I I don't like Stetson Bennett anymore. I mean, we put up 14 points. You don't like him at all? I don't like like him as a quarterback. Okay. I, I mean, he was 9 for 13 for 131 yards and two interceptions against Kentucky. In like Y'all good, put up 14 points against Kentucky, which is kind of like, tough to see. It's tough to see, but at the same time, like we never like didn't have control of this game. Yeah, which, which is odd, considering it was that close of a game. Like the score didn't indicate how how dominant like we actually were, but um. Anyway, right now I'm trying to look to see. Georgia's a minus three and a half favorite. We will have to see uh, how that plays out. Um, Alabama, let's get rid of Alabama real quick. Uh, they I, I still think Alabama's the best team in the league. Alabama is idle this week. And I, I know, I know. It's like how how can you say that? What have you seen from Al? What have you What have you not seen from Clemson? Well, actually, or, not that, through the uh, Capital One fan vote. As Alabama is the best team in college football, I I would agree with that. I think Alabama, especially um, is it Mac? Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Um, he's been outstanding this year. They just beat Mississippi State forty to forty-one to nothing. Their next game is against Coach O and a very struggling LSU team. We haven't heard anything from them this year, but. I think that's still a game that could give them a little bit of trouble just because the, uh, that rivalry is so so just embedded and engraved in college football that I think um, I think that uh, LSU could put up a fight that not a lot of would see coming. 
I'm going to call it here two weeks early, just so when it does happen, and LSU shocks the world and wins that game, that I was first to say it. That is um, fair. Any words on Trevor Lawrence? And well, I guess we can kind of let's, – let's rub Notre Dame real quick because we didn't really talk about Notre Dame that much. Well, Notre Dame and Clemson. I, I was, I was going to clump them together. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence uh, was announced that he was going to miss this game. Won't be out of quarantine in time. Um, I think he gets out of quarantine on Friday, but it's just not enough time for him to rehab and, like – no, the ten days would not be. The ten days are going to be up on Saturday. Oh, up on Saturday. Okay. So they couldn't. Uh, couldn't uh, clear him, but DJ Yagalele. He was a true. Uh, he's a true freshman, right? He's a true freshman. He's the guy that's supposed to take over for Trevor Lawrence, and it was a rough start for Clemson, but. He went 30 for 41, 342 yards, and two touchdowns. So, you know who's really been the standout player for me for Clemson this year? Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne. Dude, that, that guy's a monster. He he just plows through D lines. And I'll, personally, I want to see him in a Miami Dolphins uniform uh, next year. You want to see him what? In a Miami Dolphins uniform next year. I mean, you want to see everybody in a Dolphins uniform, but. I, don't I mean, think... like him in particular, I want him. Is he a senior? Boy, uh, yeah, he uh, is a senior. He's a senior. Either way, he's going to the draft. Yeah. Um, Lawrence is only a junior, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence is only a junior. Is how old is he? He's. I mean, he was a true freshman when he started, so probably twenty, twenty-one years old, if that. Trevor Lawrence. Is 21. Just turned 21 recently. It's crazy to think that people our age are doing things like this now. Like, like it, yeah, I, I knew obviously the day would come eventually where like we were, we were old enough to that all of our sports idols and stuff were going to be our age. Yeah. But it's wild. It's wild to see. Crazy. Um, anyway, um, I, don't I, see Notre Dame, I don't see how Notre Dame wins this. Uh, They've got a good run game. Yeah. But they just haven't been tested. Like, I mean, they really haven't been tested. I yeah, mean, I don't... I just... I, I Who's Notre Dame played? Um, they only beat... They, won, they beat Louisville 12-7. to 7. I mean, they, but, that, but then you go to the next game, they beat Pitt 45-3. to 3. I mean, is Pitt good, though? Is Louisville good? No. Yeah, I guess. I, think so. I mean, yeah, I guess you. I guess you can say with that. I'm still in the. I'm still a believer that you see. They they need it. What well, they should do. This is how they do it. They keep Notre Dame in the ACC permanently, even though Notre Dame probably wouldn't agree to it. They keep Notre Dame in it, and then they put UC in the uh, ACC. Then they have an even number of teams again. That's how they do it. It's not happening. It's not happening, but that's how they do it. One, one good season. It has not been one good season. It's been three good seasons. Yeah, but like not like this. Yeah, fair. All right. Anyway, um, 
I think Clemson wins even without Lawrence. Uh, Primetime game, seven thirty, NBC. I don't yeah. know. I like I like Clemson in this game. I like Clemson in this game as well. I'd say I'd say throw all the money you have on Clemson, all of it. You know, I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm also not saying I. I'm I'm not saying you should by any means gamble responsibly, but at the same time, throw all of your money on Clemson. Yeah, minus five and a half, not a question. Yeah, throw all of your money, every every last penny, on Clemson. Um, switch it up to the NFL. Quick podcast. Look at that. We did that in twenty minutes. All right, now we're gonna twenty minutes. We're gonna fly through these power rankings. All right. All right. You're 32 to 26. All right, 32. We've got that team. If you don't know who we're talking about by now, then you haven't really been listening to the podcast. And that's For those who weird. haven't listened, oh, the New York Jets. <laughs> uh, number, 31. number 31. 31 Giants, 30 Cowboys, uh, 29 Jaguars, 28 football team, 27 Vikings. Oh, I messed that one up. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute there, buddy. Time out. You, you definitely don't have that one right now. Okay, 32 Jets, 31 Giants, 30 Cowboys, 29 Jaguars, 28 football team, 27 Detroit, 26 Bengals. Wow. Can I stop you for a second? Why are the Bengals at 26? What, if, what about that Tennessee victory? Just didn't impress you. They moved up for me, actually. Like two spots. Up. Like really? two spots from last week, yeah. The Bengals are one of those teams, I think, right now that are kind of, like, deceivingly good. I mean, I wouldn't call them good. I don't when think they're not. That's why I said deceivingly. I don't think they're as bad as people think they are, but I also don't think that they're very good. Like, I, um, I, I don't think they're a good, like, football team. I just don't think they're as bad as people make them out to be. Number 32 for me, New York Jets. Number 31, Cowboys. Number 30, football team. Number 29, Jaguars. Number 28, Giants. Number 27, Patriots. Number 26, Panthers. Oh, you got the Panthers really low. Where would you have the Panthers? (laughs) I guess you'll find out. I I I I thought the Panthers have been playing pretty poorly. They get CMC back this week, but I mean they lost to the Falcons. I mean, yeah, but that's the Falcons kind of... have been pretty bad. I mean, that's a short week, like. But yeah, the Falcons have been pretty bad. They've been average. The Panthers have been average for me. I mean, yeah, but not anymore. even without CMC. Yeah, they still got like what a five hundred record, or are they one game below? They might be one game below now. I'm gonna double check that before I before I say anything I regret about the ranking. Zach Zach Scott's top ten. He's got the Panthers sitting number eleven right outside of his top ten. Okay, yeah, there are actually two games below. Uh, look, just give me like two seconds. You need to do some more adjusting. <laughs> give me like two seconds. Yeah, yeah, I would I would do some adjusting because I don't think they're really that good. I think CMC will make them better, but I don't think that as of what we've seen so far, because that's what these power rankings are based off of, is the football that we've seen, 
not the football that's going to be happening. It's what we've seen so far. Um, okay. All right. All right. We're good. All right. Moving on. 25. So, 25. so that, didn't affect, that didn't affect your 20, 32 to 26. No, no. No, it's okay. not. Okay. Okay. 25. 25 Patriots. 24 Panthers. Okay. 23 Falcons. 22 Chargers. 21 Vikings. 20 Eagles. 19 Texans. And the only reason I have them there is because they didn't play this week. Okay, that's fair. And 18 Denver. Wow, you got Denver way higher than me. Um... Falcons, I have at number 25. Okay. I have the Texans at 24. That's fair. I have the Chargers at 23. Okay. I have the Lions at 22. Okay. I have the Broncos at 21. Okay. I have the Eagles at 20. All right. I have the Bengals at 19. Oh, my God. And the the Bears at 18. (laughs) I almost put the Bengals at 18 and put the Bears at 19. The Bears have not been very good. I'm telling you, dude, the Bengals team, it, they don't scare me, but they definitely are a team that, like, hey, keep an eye on them. Because uh, Joe Burrow, he looked fantastic against the Titans. He looked composed. The, the Titans don't have a very good pass rush to begin with. So that they, they, he really wasn't pressured that much. And his next game is against arguably the best pass rush in the league. So I I I I I think he's gonna be left with a rude awakening when he comes back from the bye week. But um but yeah, I think so far Joe Burrow has definitely um given me enough faith in them to put them out or in my top twenty. I mean, in all fairness when you're going up against a defense that makes Ben Roethlisberger look five years younger, you, uh, they're just not good. I mean, yeah, but they haven't played us yet. Again, these are rankings that are going up with the um, football that they've played so far and not what they still have to play. Fair. All right. So, so, uh, so after they play the Steelers, then we'll readjust where the, how the Bengals looked against probably the best defense in the league. All right, move, moving on. Uh, 17, got the 49ers. 16, I got the Bears. 15, got the Miami Dolphins. You want me to, you want me to talk about them for a minute? Uh, no, because I have them in the, same, uh, in the same category. So talk about them when I get to them. Okay, 15, Miami. 14, Oakland. 13, the Browns, and I know they just beat them, but I still believe that the Browns are a better football team when there's not 50-mile-per-hour wins. Dude, that kick. Oh, my God. Did you see that kick? It was wild. That was Bro, wild. Bro, that thing curved so hard. That was sweet. I, honestly, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up um, – it, it was towards the beginning of the, the Raiders-Browns game. There was a field goal that just – it was lined up perfectly in the middle of the uprights and it curved so hard that it completely missed about five feet wide of the uprights. It was spectacular. It was wild. So what did uh, you have the Browns at? 13. 13? Okay. I got the Colts at uh, 12. 
and the Rams at 11. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got the 49ers at 17. Hey, we I've got the same. We got one the same. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've got the Vikings at 16. Okay. I've got the Browns at 15. Wow. Wow. I've got the Raiders at 14. Wow. I have the Rams at 13. What is going on? I have the Colts at 12. Stop it. And my number 11 team is the Miami Dolphins. Wow. The Dolphins' defense. That's why I wanted to wait, because their defense looked spectacular. They looked scary. I'll let you talk about it because it's your team, but that's why I wanted you to wait because I wanted you to see how much they impressed me this week. They they, they really impressed scary. me. They were scary good on defense. Brian Flores, I think Brian Flores just has the Rams number because well, he was the, he was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. he was the defensive coordinator when he only gave up three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. That that's what that's the other thing I was gonna bring up about the Dolphins. They are so well coached. They are probably the second best coached team in the NFL. Yeah, behind he, Brian Flores is my coach of the year runner up. We'll get into those our mid season picks later. But he is oh, my yeah. runner up for coach of the year. Yeah, he he probably would be up there for me. Um, um but yeah, c- continue to get. I talk mean, talk about what you loved, what you saw this week. I'm just gonna give like a quick like game recap in general. Just yeah. my emotions throughout the because game. Because mind you, mind you, the Dolphins got outplayed in almost every fashion, but their defense just for some reason looked so good. Yeah, yeah, offensively. But their defense it's, looked so crisp. No, no doubt in my mind they got played outplayed offensively because they got like outgained by 300 yards. But yeah. anyway. Um, so starting off the game, I thought our defense, like on the first drive, our defense impressed me. Cause I mean, the Rams offense is not a joke. Like they're no joke. Sean McVay's no. a good coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I had the Rams. I won. Hold on. Let me look. Cause I'm, you did have the Rams winning. I had the Rams winning, but no, um, I had the Rams at number 13. The Rams didn't, the Rams dropped from number eight to 13 for me, um, from last week to this week. But, um, I don't think the Rams are a bad team. I think they could still make the playoffs. Yeah, they're currently, I think, if you still have that thing I sent you, um, I think they're currently the seventh seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so starting off, like, first drive, I was impressed. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then Aaron Donald happened um, to his first uh, play as a starter with a strip sack. So that's nice. That's fun. Um, that's and then I mean we gave him the ball on like the twenty yard line. So I'm like, oh okay, like that. That's how this game's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they scored. Oh, sorry, they scored seven nothing. Um, and then we put a little drive together. We we got a little. We got a little something. A little something something. To two. Uh, for- yeah, yeah. We, we forgot to say two is first game. Congratulations to Tua on his first NFL touchdown pass. Yeah. Um, to Devontae Parker, no less. Uh, Parker had a punt return this game, didn't he, too? No, that's actually Jakeem Grant you're thinking of. Okay, okay. 5'9", okay. just lightning rod. Built like an animal. 
he's just he is he is like the closest thing to Tyreek Hill there is. I, I couldn't but, tell um, you because I'm not a Dolphins fan, but I'll believe you because he looked like it. He's fast. He is so fast. Anyway, um, moving uh, is it, it was tied. You know, that was kind of like a little back and forth. And then Miles Gaskin fumbled. He got and hurt he too, didn't he? Uh, literally the last play of the game pissed me off so much. I saw him How limping off the field. At least three weeks. But um, that's why they went and got DeAndre Washington. Okay. But um, they uh, – he, so he fumbled. And we gave him the ball in the um, – 15 again and that's when you know like i'm expecting like okay like we're about to be down 14 to 7 but then a little guy named not a little guy but then a guy named emmanuel agba said not today he said no sir strip sack picked up by andrew van ginkle (laughs) taken to the house 73 yards can you say that name for me again andrew van ginkle Oh, that dude's got a legendary name. That's Wisconsin, a football name right there. Wisconsin superstar. That is the most Wisconsin name. Van Ginkle. Just a, just a white guy with long hair playing outside linebacker. Um, so, yeah, then that just, I mean, after that, just completely shifted the momentum. Um, like I said, we had that punt return by Jakeem Grant, put us up 21-7. to there was another strip sack during the game. Actually, we forced all of the turnovers in the first half, mm-hmm. surprisingly. There was a strip sack by Sha- uh, Shaq Lawson, who I wanted to bring up, that we made an offer earlier in the year to Javion Clowney, and he turned it down because he didn't want to play in Miami. I don't know. And we went out. No, we went out. We went out, and we got Emmanuel Agba and Shaq Lawson. And Emmanuel Agba is currently um, – I want to say, like, tied for, like, fourth or fifth in the league uh, for sacks with six. So I think it worked out pretty well for us. We got two players, two good players. Uh, Manuel Agba is tied seventh in the league with um, six sacks. Tied seventh? Seventh, correct. Um, But, yeah, anyway, um, I know we had an interception by Eric Rowe. and. And my favorite thing of all, we had a big man interception, Christian Wilkins. Those are the most fun, without question. I mean, we had – the play was honestly just phenomenal. It wasn't a pick six, was it? No, no. But we had like eight guys on the line, and then all of a sudden big number 94 drops back into coverage, and Jared Goff just throws it right to him. It's like he didn't even see him. Put it right in his breadbasket. Big man interception. He caught a touchdown oh, last year too. He did. He, he he was a good pick, and I'm I've been very happy with him. Good. Um, good, good, good. Uh, Roquan Davis stepped up pretty big. We we've been we're gonna be without our starting uh, D tackle Devon Godshaw for the rest of the year. I mean he he's been hurt, but I've never mentioned it. He was out with a bicep injury, so I'm pretty oh, sure he's done for the year. Um, but he stepped up, rookie at Alabama. Um, Eric Rowe has been playing phenomenally since we like he moved to safety, playing awesome. Bobby McCain 
still got a 0.0 passer rating for opposing quarterbacks when targeted. Um, a bright, bright future in Miami. A bright future for Miami. Don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I am pleasantly shocked that you have them that high. I, I am very – now, who do they play next week? The Cardinals. It'll be tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was the one. Because you and I both said they need to win – either against the Rams or the Cardinals. They did it against yeah. the Rams. If because they do it against the Cardinals, they will the, be in my top ten. Wow. Okay. Okay. If they right. do I don't think they're or? going to. I don't either. And I don't, I'm not going to pick them because I, I love Kyler Murray. I love Kyler Murray too, but. but obviously, you're going to pick him. Yeah, you have to pick him. But, I love um, Tua more. Yeah. All right, um, anyway, we're getting off track. Moving into the top right. ten. Wait, top ten. Yeah, top 10. No, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. Yeah, number, yeah. Zach, who's your number 10? The the Bills. Okay. The Bills are also my number 10. Oh, wow. That's two. Two. We've got two so far that are the same. Number Actually, no, 17, you had the Raiders at 14, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. My Raiders are number 14. Oh, that's, that's three. And three. the Colts are 12? Yeah, that's four. Colts, 12. Four. All right. Um, who's your number nine? Let's keep it going. Who's your number nine? The Titans. Dang it. Who's your number nine? The Ravens. I don't remember my number eight. They're your number eight? Yeah. Damn, okay. My number eight is the Packers. Oh, man, you're the Titans way higher than they should be. Um, Who's your number seven? Number seven is the Saints. Hey, that's five. I got the Saints at number seven. Um, will you explain to me why you have the Titans at number five? I don't. You have the number four? No. Where are we the Titans for you? We haven't even gotten to six yet, man. Oh, I completely skipped over six. Why are the Titans at six? I have the Titans at six, yes. Why are they at six? They should I not be at six. I still believe in them. But what it, what it, they got absolutely destroyed by the Bengals. Like, completely obliterated. The Packers got outplayed by the Vikings. Actually, yeah. The Packers didn't get outplayed by the Vikings. They got outplayed by Dalvin Cook. One person. They let one person beat them. Like, Dalvin I'm Cook just, is I don't... one of the – no, Dal- no, 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 no. Not one of the best. Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the league right now. You said it was Derrick Henry last week, so like, make up your mind. Right now, it's Dalvin Cook. Okay. Next um, week it'll be—I I don't even know. Next week it'll be Alvin Kamara. Next week it'll be James Conner. Ah, James okay. Conner's actually about seven hundred yards against the Cowboys this week. Anyway, I'm still a believer in the Titans. They've only got two losses. That's why I have them there. Um, my number six is the Packers. Okay, so and I think we have the same number five. five. I think number we have the five? same number five. We yep. do. We do have the seventy-five. The Cardinals. Yep. Wow. I think I think we're gonna have almost an identical top five. We might. Who's your number four? Uh I have the Seahawks. Ah, see. You the no. Buccaneers? Yeah, I do have the Buccaneers. Okay, I have them flip flopped. So your three is the Buccaneers then? My three is the Buccaneers. Yeah, my three is the Seahawks. Yeah, okay, yeah. So number wow. four for All me. Right. Top top five so far: Cardinals, Seahawks, Buccaneers. And for you, it's Cardinals, Buccaneers, Seahawks. Zach? Yeah. Disappoint me here. Who's your number two? I want to hear who you, your number two is. My number two is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Okay. And I, I said this last week, for those of you who didn't listen, um, I said that it, the Steelers beating the Titans was very, very impressive to me. And I was extremely ecstatic that they did so. But last week I had the Steelers at number two and the Chiefs at number one. But I said if the Steelers 
beat the Ravens this week in Baltimore. They are undoubtedly my number one team. And they are my number one team. Okay, well, they are not my number one team. Yeah, I, and, and, and here's the thing. I'm okay with every list that has the Chiefs at number one. I have I have zero problem with putting the Chiefs ahead of the Steelers. It's it's definitely a little more personal thing for me. That's why last week I held off a little bit just to see if we would beat the Ravens, and we did. So as a fan, there's no doubt in my mind that we're the best team, but I can definitely see other people's arguments for putting the Chiefs at number one, and I have no problem with it. That's fair. That's fair. I won't tear into your team too bad, Ben. You're respectable about it. No. Um, we played Your like sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I won't tear into them too bad. Except half of your team is awful. Half of your team is terrible. Um, the the first half they were. The first half they looked like they didn't know how to play football. And I know. I know, Mama George is going to be listening to this, and I feel like she's going to agree with me. Like I feel like she she will. Mom, I feel my like she's mom. My mom was not impressed by how the Steelers played in the first half of this game. She she did not like what they were doing. And what's funny is we were at my uncle's house, so we were watching it together. And um, when it came to halftime, we um we were eating and stuff, and she was inside. And the second half started, and the Steelers got out and started putting points on the board and they started scoring again. And my mom comes out, and I'm like, "We're winning now." And she's like, "Oh, do you want me to go back inside and stay inside?" I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, go inside and see what happens. And then she stayed inside the rest of the game and they ended up winning. Jeez. So so I would like I would like to credit the reason the Steelers won to my mom. I mean, she gets more credit than their offense does. March forward to seven and no. Now I'll I'll take a little bit of time. I don't want to. I don't. There's not much I can say that hasn't been said already over the last couple podcasts about how I feel about the Steelers. I did not expect us to be where we are right now. Um, I am blown away by how I. I and I, I told Zach this um earlier this week. I have never been more just impressed with the Steelers. Um. I've never been more happy with the way they've played. I've never just had so much faith in this team in a long time. In a very, very, very long time. I'm trying to find the message. I, I said, Zach, I'm not going to lie. The Steelers have literally made my year. By the way we were playing, I've never been so happy with this team in my life. This team is something special. And he said he feels the same way about the Dolphins this year. It's it, it, and obviously the Dolphins aren't really Super Bowl contenders, but they're going to be. And we are we are at a place where we have never been, or not, which is been, have not been in a while with a bright future, with hope, um, with hope. hope. And the Steelers were not favored going into this game against Baltimore, and. I didn't personally didn't think they were going to win. And I said that in the podcast as well last week. I said, I don't think the Steelers are going to win. I'm going to pick them because I'm a fan and because I have faith in my team, but I did not think they were going to pull that pull it off. And at first I didn't think they would either because they, they got out. Roberts Polane had a quick 
54-second pick six in the game. And I thought when that happened, my thought was, oh, my gosh, we're going to blow them out. And then we did nothing. We didn't score a single offensive point the entire first half. Zero. Zero. No offensive points in the first half. And then this is the other thing that the Steelers have been doing very well. For most of the season, um, barring the game against Tennessee, is if they've made adjustments very well when they've needed to. If they've been slow in some areas, they've brought Pep in their step because they went and scored 21 points in the um, in the second half and won that game against the Ravens, 28-24. They scored four touchdowns, three of them in the second half offensively. Ben kicked it up when he needed to. Ben is if we lose. In the playoffs this year, it is going to be because of Big Ben. Yeah. He is he is our glaring weak spot right now. Now, obviously, there's nobody else we can turn to because Lord knows I'm not turning to Mason Rudolph. Lord knows I'm not turning to Josh Dobbs. Um, I, would, I would turn it to Josh Dobbs. I would not. Not even remotely. Um, but I, 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 if there's anybody that can look amazing and horribly in the same season, let alone the same game, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's fair. Ben Ben is so good at looking bad and good. He's so good. He's so good at looking so bad and making me lose so much hope. Like I and then and then completely blowing me out of the water in the second half of the game. Uh. It's been if if this is the year that we end up going to the Super Bowl and Ben retires at the end of the season, it's been a fun seventeen years. And and, and I I I said I'm pretty sure I said this on the last podcast as well that if they beat the Ravens, that I thought they were going to the Super Bowl. I still believe that they've got. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to who they play. I think I already said they play the Cowboys, but um, the Cowboys, the Bengals, and the Jaguars coming up. That doesn't spell three wins. I don't know what does, but I know they what just, that spells. They just can't lose against the Bengals, dude. They can't. They 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 can't. And Zach's gonna say it spells a weak schedule. No, it's it spells fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Oh yeah, I told Zach if I told Zach and Emilio, I give them both fifteen dollars if the Steelers lose with the um with Dallas's fourth string quarterback playing. I'm pretty sure they might even be their fifth string because they might be playing their second practice squad guy. I don't, yeah, I don't even know at this point. I clicked the Cowboys. Uh, Hold on, let's see. Um, is there any indication of who Cowboys making another QB change against Pittsburgh? Uh, the Cowboys will either go with Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush as the quarterback for Sunday's game against Pittsburgh. The game is in Dallas, so nothing to worry about weather-wise. Um, if the Steelers don't win this game by at least twenty, I'm gonna be nervous because how does it, how does it feel Steelers, that ESPN's giving the Cowboys a twenty-one point eight percent chance to win? Is that they really? Oh my God, they are! Wow, what's like, the spread? That, oh, the Steelers are minus fourteen. If they don't cover, you should be scared. Yeah. 
Uh, I would be nervous if they don't cover, but they will. They but, they, they should cover because the Steelers have been playing really close games all season, except the game against the Browns. But um, I've been I I'm, I'm looking for a shutout because then I get 15 like extra points in my fantasy league. Oh yeah, can we do it? Can, I would love just for us to win like 42 to nothing. Just something outrageous that because if we do that, people will be like, oh yeah. The Cowboys are really bad, and the Steelers are – they're able to blow teams out when they need to. Because we've been playing really tight games, and if we don't blow out this awful Cowboys team, then it makes us look so much worse than we are. Okay. That's, that's enough of the uh, power rankings. We're losing, we're losing time here. Time. We are. We are. Quick podcast. Under an hour. Zach, who's your Zach. MVP? Who's my MVP? Your MVP, mid-season halfway point MVP. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson for me, too. Okay, who's your offensive player of the year? Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara. Who's your defensive player of the year? Miles Garrett. Wow, Miles Garrett as well. That shocked me. All right, here's here's. It wasn't going to be TJ Watt. TJ Watt has not played defensive player of the year. I I thought you were going to say Aaron Donald. You can make a case for either of them right now. Yeah, I think Miles Garrett's been playing a little bit better. Um, Offensive rookie of the year. Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert. Uh, I think Joe Burrow's been playing better. He's been Herbert, putting his Justin team more in fewer games, I feel like. But he's also – Joe Burrow's done more to make his team win. Joe I Burrow's mean, led got, his team to the strong amount of wins. No, they don't. No, they don't. The, um, the first win for the Chargers was against the Bengals, and it was Tyrod Taylor. Ah, okay, fair enough. Herbert does uh, not have two wins. Herbert has one win. Anyway, I mean, when you're, I mean, there's nothing. Herbert, Herbert's played well enough to win games. It's yeah, not, he has, but it's yeah. not his fault. Yeah, that's fair. But I he's think, also done done something only Patrick Mahomes has done. So, which is anytime that you are in a category with Patrick Mahomes, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, your defensive rookie of the year, Patrick Queen. Mine is also Patrick Queen. Sweet. Coach of the year. Uh, All right, comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year is Big Ben. I I put Big Ben too solely because I don't know who else to put. I'm being completely honest. I don't know who else I, to Because earlier in the season it was Cam Newton, but it's definitely not Cam Newton now. Hell no, it's not. Um, yeah, Sorry, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Big Ben. Especially I mean, the I, fact that they're seven and zero right now, I don't see how it's not. There's nobody else. <laughs> there's just nobody else. There's going to be a lot next year. <laughs> oh my god. Um, coach of the year, Pete Carroll. Uh, mine's Mike Tomlin. I knew, I knew it was going to be. Yeah, you knew it was going to be Mike Tomlin. I mean, he hasn't done anything wrong this season, so there's. Do you, no want, do you want to know? Do you want to hear why it's Pete Carroll? Yeah, I'll love to hear why it's Pete Carroll. Just because of Russell Wilson. Like literally, just because of Russell Wilson in that offense, that that doesn't make him a good coach. Why? Oh, wait, time out. That doesn't make him a good coach. I mean, if it's then because what, of then what's then what's Mike Tomlin done? Well, first off, not a good defense. First off, hey, 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 you, hey, hey, hey. What? First off, what? Okay. He's kept the locker room in check this season. There's been some drama in um, Seattle, hasn't there? This season with yeah. um, 
Jamal well, Adams. There's no drama. He's just hurt. Well, okay. But, like, okay, listen. Listen. No, no. You, <laughs> you, you messed up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, Mike Tomlin has has a young team, very young team. Listen, these are my reasons for Mike Tomlin. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mike Tomlin has a very young team, a team that. Excuse me, I'm talking. Um, a team that could, could definitely have a perfect record get into their head right now. Um. He has kept that locker room in check. He has coached the best defense in the league. He has coached a above average, and I stand by this, fight me on it, an above average offense. I still don't know how Zach somehow thinks the Steelers' offense is below average. but You're honestly, like, you're getting close to, like, garbage at this point. No, don't even. Don't even. You cannot say the Steelers' offense is garbage. They literally have put. They have put up twenty-five plus. They have put up over twenty-five points a game. It's average. It's over twenty-five points a game. Okay, well, when you're starting half your drives like on the opponent's side because your defense is so good, like that's not our fault. But you can't blame the offense for how good the defense is. I'm saying your offense is average. Like there's nothing that excites me about it. Earlier this week, you said below like you're, average. You're winning. You're winning games because of. Uh, you're winning games because of your defense. And this I is getting. To, this is sidetracking. This is about Mike Tomlin. This is about Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is the best coach. Which is not a bad thing. I never said we weren't winning games because of our defense. You, I'm also saying that our like offense, offense is above is, average. It's just not. Like, it may it be, is. like, it's just not. It is. I mean, anyways. Okay. Anyways. We were talking about why Pete Carroll was coach of the year. Um, no, I'm not going to let you. We're going to move on to our picks. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I'm not going to let you talk about Pete Carroll. Mike Tomlin is the clear coach of the year. Um, we are moving to um, tomorrow night. Um, let me, hold on, let me grab my keyboard. We're saying it fast. We're saying, we're saying it fast. Okay, hold on. Let me get my keyboard so I can type really quickly. Um, um, oh, I did not mean to do that! Packers for both of us? What's the game? Pack Niners. Yeah, Packers. Alright. Um, next game. I click standings. I click schedule. Oh, no. We're trying to rapid fire this. Um, Denver at Atlanta. Um, Atlanta. I have Denver. Okay. Um, Seattle at Buffalo. Oh, that's a good game. Uh, Seattle. Um, I have Seattle as well. Oh, by the way, and I tied for our picks last week. Um, the Bears at the Titans. Titans. I picked the Titans as well. Uh, the the Ravens at the Colts. Ravens. I picked the Ravens as well. Except I can't spell Ravens. Oh my gosh. Um, the Panthers. Never mind. Um, we're taking the Chiefs, both of us. Unless you're taking the Panthers. Sorry, say that again. Uh, it's the Chiefs and the Panthers. 
Oh yeah, we're both taking the Panthers, aren't we? Um, the Lions at the Vikings. Lions at Vikings. Ooh, uh, Vikings probably. I took the Vikings as well. Uh, Giants at football team. Oh, the battle of the mediocres. Not even mediocre. Um, I'm gonna go with the football team. Uh, I went with the Giants because the Giants looked very good this weekend. I mean, I, they didn't look very good, but they put up a good fight. Another another very good matchup with really, really bad teams. Texans at Jaguars. Uh, Texans. That's not even a question. Uh, yeah, I took the Texans as well. I accidentally just wrote down Jaguars for you. <laughs> Whoops. If Zach's off by one, it's because I messed up. Um, the next game is the Raiders at the Chargers. That's another good game. That'll be a good game. Um, it's actually kind of a tough one. I don't know what, like, Raiders team we're going to see. I just know that the Chargers have blown <laughs> some bad games recently. So I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, yeah, me too. All right, Zach. For the last three weeks, you have picked against the Steelers. Are you going to be dumb this week? No, I'm going to pick the Steelers, but I'm going to be rooting for the Cowboys because your boy is broke. <laughs> um, I will be picking the Dolphins or the Cowboys. Or, oh, my gosh. The Cardinals. Okay? <laughs> I just had an aneurysm. I will be picking the Cardinals against the Dolphins. However, if the Dolphins can beat the Cardinals, I will They're be picking. In. I will be picking the Dolphins this season, except against the Chiefs. Fair, yeah. I'm taking obviously taking the Dolphins. Yeah, um, I think if if the Dolphins can win this game, I will take them against in every game the rest of the season, except against the Chiefs because there's no way I can take against the Chiefs. I'm going to take them in every game regardless. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Um, uh, Saints-Buccaneers, Sunday night. Um, Give me Drew Brees. Give me the real, real GOAT. Just kidding, because Dan Marino can't play anymore. Ha, 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 ha. Ha. So funny. I'm taking the Buccaneers. I'm taking the actual greatest quarterback of all time. That is still playing football, and he's actually the greatest quarterback of all time. He's just not, but okay. Topic. He for definitely is. I mean, not it's, no, not really. And then we're doing his uh, former team, the Patriots, against the Jets. Oh. Do the Jets get their first win? Not a chance. Do the Jets get their first win? Zach, not be confident chance. enough to take the Jets? No, no. I'm not. You're not, really, you're not, I'm not at all. You can't I'm take not, the Jets here? I can't, I like, I really can't say I'm confident in the Patriots either, but. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't even think I'm really confident in the Patriots. However. But, like, I just, I, I, I can't be caught, like, catching the Jets, or picking the Jets. Like, I don't think I'll pick the Jets all year, if I'm being honest. Uh, do they have any games where it actually might be viable to pick them? Uh, let's see. The the Jets' remaining schedule. Patriots can't pick that. Chargers can't pick that. Dolphins can't pick that. Uh, Raiders can't pick that. 
Uh, Seahawks can't pick that. Rams can't pick that. Uh, Browns, I could definitely take the Jets there. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'd take them on uh, Patriots. Yeah, there's not a game this season unless it gets down to the last game of the season and the Patriots should just have totally and utterly give um Imagine your rusher for your team having zero touchdowns. <laughs> Frank Gore has zero touchdowns this season. Okay, well, Frank Gore is also old. So Frank Gore is a legend, and he deserves so much better than this. But he's just old. Yo, can I adopt Frank Gore to the Steelers just to get him a ring? You're just, I mean, if he wants to get a ring, then he should have stayed in Miami. Uh, again, we're talking about now, not future. Frank Gore's not got much left in him, so he needs to. He needs a ring now. He either needs to go to the Steelers or the Chiefs. Because I can tell you for a fact, confidently, the Super Bowl champions coming out of the AFC. I can tell you for a fact, confidently, that it will be the Miami Dolphins. Okay, and with that note, we close it out at about an hour. I think it'll be a little bit less than an hour. It actually might be exactly at an hour. No, it is going to be exactly one hour long. Ladies and gentlemen, we said we'd hit you up with an hour-long podcast instead of a three-hour-long podcast, and we did exactly that. Zach, any closing remarks? Um, I don't think I have any. Do you? I do not have any closing remarks, other than by the end of I, uh, I by Thanksgiving, have... I expect the Steelers to be 10 though. I actually do have one closing remark. What is your closing remark, sir? Um, Trevor Bauer... Is not gonna All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast here. We are not talking about Trevor Bauer and where he's going to land. We're going to end the podcast in... No, Trevor, just accept whatever offer the Reds give you next, and we'll be good. Thank you, everybody. Good night! Oh, it didn't end! Good night! <laughs>